Welcome to the um, RMAC Network. Today's podcast is brought to you by MyPillow. Go to MyPillow.com and use promo code RADIO. On today's podcast, before we tell you um, what's on today's podcast, also call 800-544-8939 use promo code RADIO. Alright, today's podcast... We got a lot on our agenda. First, we're going to speak about the Israeli news. Second, we're going to speak about what is going on exactly in Israel and what's going on in the Knesset. And then we're going to speak about also what's going on in America. We're also going to be speaking about the primaries. We're also going to speak about Roe v. Wade. What exactly is Roe v. Wade? And why exactly we need to know about it. We're also speaking about our borders. We're also speaking about a lot. So, you don't want to miss this podcast. Folks, if you missed um, any podcast, you can go back and listen to it. This is a living, this is American Freedom Podcast with your host, Ari Mack, on the Ari Mack Networks. Turn off this music. Uh, Alright, my producer is... We've got a new producer in our office. He's playing Eminem. And... I don't know why. Producer, please do not play Eminem. Alright. Welcome, everyone. Um, we got a lot to talk about in today's podcast. Um, first of all... Today's a Monday podcast. I apologize that um, we didn't get to our normal Sunday podcast um, in a while. But it seems like on a, in the summer months, we're going to do Mondays now because I have a lot to do and I have a lot to take care of. Um, and Monday podcasts normally are very, very, very crazy. And I am very tight on time. We got a lot to take care of. And we have stuff to do. Um, so here we go. Let's do it. We have until 8 o'clock tonight. And we will... Um, and it's currently 6.30. So... Let's get through it. Um, so, we got major news that Michael Lindell, our good friend, has been banned immediately again from the, from Twitter. So, I'm wondering why exactly Michael Lindell 
is... So first he says, Michael Lindell announced on Sunday last week he was back on Twitter after being permanently banned for in 2021 for allegedly spreading conspiracy conspiracy theories about voting machines being fixed to sway the 2020 election. And he says, hello, I'm back on Twitter. My account is at Mike Lindell, RT, please RT and follow and spread the word. Lindell said on Twitter on Sunday afternoon. Lindell confirmed his return to Twitter in person during a um, rally in Nebraska, which was last week. Um, listen to this. Right before I came here, I'm going to announce it. Oh, this breaking news. I set up an account before I got here. It's at Mike J. Lindell. At Mike J. Lindell. That is a real account. I did a video. And this account, but Lindell's new account was quickly flagged blue check by blue check tattlers on the platform. Mike Lindell, um, unfortunately, that account was suspended. Oh, man. People need to learn that we got to have a freedom of speech. It's terrible. It's terrible, folks. Last week, Monday News. All right, folks. Um, New Jersey, New Jersey News. With the big spike in car thefts, revised policy allows New Jersey police chase auto thieves again. Faced sharp spike. <laughs> Excuse me. Thank you. Oh, man. I had to sneeze. Um, sharp spike in car thefts. Um, in New Jersey, top law enforcement officials said Friday the state is once again allowing police officers to use car chases to pursue auto thieves reversing a policy put in place just a month ago. There are a lot of car thefts, by the way. New Jersey plastic ban small businesses stuck with leftover um, bags that can't be can't and can't be used. Well, folks, one thing I have to say about this ban—it's stupid. What in the world? Places that um that I've been to hate it. 
it looks like a, whenever you're going to like a quick check or somewhere, um, let's say I'm going to a shop right. I don't have any bags. I look like I'm, I'm, I'm a thief. There are, there are people who gonna, who are gonna go in and go out. How in the world are you gonna know that they're not thieves? Freaking geniuses, not. I know New Jersey's the highest crime rate in the world. This is the last thing you want to do, folks. And it's the stupidest thing that you want to do. We've spoken on air about the crime rate. And this is the last thing we want to do in New Jersey. Listen, it's, it's a, an environment thing, but protection thing about um, your about security in your store. It's a stupid thing, folks. When Gil Zimmerman bought 6,000 bags printed with the name Bergen County Yard Store in 2016, she thought she had enough to last for years. She was right. Sort of. Sort of. Zimmerman owner close knit yarns in Midland Park is down to 2,500 bags, but by May 4th, we'll make them all absolute. That's when New Jersey banned their bags on carryout bags. Takes effect for retail businesses, including close-knit yarn. It's like losing inventory, said Zimmerman, who has owned her shop. For six years, Zimmerman spent about $1,100 on her bags, which are printed with her store's logo. And contact information, she does not know what to do with the 2500 that are left. And she's having, very di- having difficulty finding affordable alternatives. She said she recently... Quoted three hundred dollars for two fifty reusable bags. This is the reason why many people are having trouble, folks. It's really terrible. And I honestly it's terrible. It is terrible. We feel that many people are having trouble. With many things in this country in general. New Jersey has been terrible in general. Folks, it's terrible. (laughs) Alright, let's go on to the next story. Gets this is this is it gets a lot worse (sighs) tomorrow. Um, do we want to speak about this? No, 
Never mind. No, yes. Let's put this on. I think ever since you've come into office, things are really looking up. You know, gas is up, rent is up, food is up. <laughs> Everything. No, it really has been a tough first year for you, Mr. President. And, and sure. That was two weeks ago. Trevor Noah ripping Biden. Um, on by the dinner. Trevor Noah is a, um, a comedian. A, on ABC. A Democrat voted that, voted for Biden. He's good friends with Biden. But, seems like he ripped him. In shreds. And it's the truth. Gas is up. Everything's up. It's crazy. Let's switch topics um, to a uh, song. A um, better topic. How do music cure PTSD? With your health, Amari Mac. Israeli children face terrorist attacks in the most vulnerable places. Vulnerable places. Left with what seems inversible. Damage these children looked to the heavens, begging to find a way to heal their way. Shila, Shilawa. Shila Israel. Fun. Actually, no. I'm trying to find... Um, no, let me, let me try to see exactly, um, here. Shiloh Israel um, is a therapy place in Israel. Helps thousands of people. Um, children went through trauma. And they also do music. I never knew that music helps these these kind of stuff. Never you learned something new folks. Meanwhile, next that was sent on your music room for me. Um if you missed our Yo Music Room special, go to our Yo Music Room. Meanwhile it uh, looks like China is about to invade Taiwan very soon. Israel. Let's go to Israel and Wired. With Avi. Avi, um, Ambala. Avi?
it looks like we're having trouble. So it says here that Taiwan has long been in sights. Actually, we have. This video is made possible by Curiosity Stream and Nebula. Watch another brand new full-length companion video to this one in my ongoing modern comedy. Looks like many, so it says many observers feel that Russia invasion in U of Ukraine has been coordinated by the Chinese. Um, there are strong signals that the Chinese are watching how the world reacts to the Russia and learning what to expect if they choose to invade Taiwan. Taiwan has long been in the sights of the um, China government as part of the one Chinese one of China's policy. However, after uh, suppression of Haikang, Taiwan has been more moving towards complete suppression. In reaction, China is hoping to use um, a weak, comprised Biden administration to take advantage to conquer America, the American ally. The world's reaction to Russia has been key understanding what China can or cannot get away with. So far, it looks the West won't be able to do much against China. So that's the latest. Meanwhile, next. Watch Biden's new queen of disinformation sing about Philippe in her way to fame and power. Listen to this. This is not Mr. Miss Miss Misoppression of the song Janaquis crooned before a live audience. Alright. Alright. Sounds crazy. Why does Biden have these people? It's terrible. It's terrible. Alright. Disney is getting bad. Um, Epstein's Disney's secret is underground. Underground tunnels, cages, drugs, and human cage, human smuggling, alcohol, pedo Epstein Island. Um. Now Disney 
Here we go. News special presentation. The truth about Disney, the occult, Freemasonry, pedophilia, sex, and drug trafficking. Warning, this show is for mature audiences only. There's a lot. So, you go on trumpreport.com and see that. I'm not going to talk about it really now. Alright, next. Trump reveals the biggest threat to America at a rally in Nebraska. We had that on the last podcast. Last two podcasts. Before our Israeli podcast. Listen to this. President of the United States of America, Donald. Oh, this is the full in Nebraska. So, um... He said our biggest threat remains the six sinister and evil people from within our allies. It's really sickening, people. All right, next. Supreme Court. Hang on. All right. Um, Supreme Court nine nothing. Boston violated Constitution to refuse a Christian flag. The U.S. Supreme Court that the U.S. Supreme Court ruled unanimously on Monday last week that the city of Boston violated the Constitution when it refused to allow the local organization to fly a flag for organization Christian flag in front of the city hall. Now, it's crazy what these lefties are doing. Putin. Next. Um, Putin undergoes cancer uh, surgery, transfers power, XFSB chief reports. Putin is set to undergo cancer surgery and temporarily hand over power to his hardline former federal police chief, according to a new report. His, which is Nikolo, Nikolai Barashev. Putin is crazy. Next. Naomi Judd, 
Not sure who that is. Oh, the country singer who died. Uh, we spoke about her. It was suicide. Um, shot by suicide. And heartbreaking. Such a heartbreaking. She was 60s. In her 60s, T Tucker Carlson had a perfect response to New York Times brand new piece about his show. Um, Tucker Carlson, in his, in is openly laughing at the, his late hit piece on him by the New York Times, which claims popular Fox host stalking white fear. And that his program is perhaps the most racist program in the history of cable news. Uh, apparently, it is not. Why do people have to go after very well-known people? We give our condolences to the Wallerstein family. Well-known rabbi, um, who unfortunately passed away this week, Rabbi Zechariah Wallerstein, um, who unfortunately passed away this week, um, who's 64, and he was a well-known speaker for a lot of people in the Jewish community. So we send our our um, condolences to their family. So as we do. Next, let's go on to the next. Alright, Roe v. Wade. Let's speak about it. Supreme Court will strike down on Roe v. Wade. Or they struck down, I think, majority opinion. Um, this is about the abortion, by the way. Um, it was voted. Um, and there's a whole script, by the way. You can find the entire 98, um, the Supreme, the Senate, the Democrats hate when you see these, um, the entire 98 page, um, ruling. Here we go. Let's read it. I'm not reading the entire... 98 page. It says the following. Justice Alito delivered the opinion of the court. Abortion presents profound moral issue which Americans hold sharply. Conflicting views. Some believe fervently um, that human persons comes into being in compassion. In compassion. 
strongly any regulations abortion invades a woman's right to control her own body, prevents from achieving full equality. It goes on, folks. You can read this on the website, trendingpolitics.com, and they have it. Um, if you click, if you search Supreme Court there, you can read it. And I was, I was listening to Greg Kelly on this. And he said, he read the entire, um, he, he read the entire thing. We'll play a few stuff from him later in the show, but I was listening and it was Amazing. Next thing. 2000mules.com What am I saying this? Listen to this. I think the most extensive and inclusive. Um, 2000mules.com is a movie that you must watch. It's now streaming, now available. Um, you can, you can, uh, go to a, uh, find your nearest site nearest movie theater why where does everyone get where do where do people go to get go to movies these days i don't go to movies anymore i just i just um sit at home and stream online where do people gee i don't know i just um you can buy a DVD. Who in these days in the right mind have DVD stuff? Um, it's recommended by Donald Trump. It's a uh, movie about the 2020 election. How um, some view the 2020 election and the questions that we might have answers to. Um, and I heard it was a, it seemed amazing. So I'm going to hit my area. Um, We have put together, I think, the most... Oh, this is the trailer. So... I'm trying to find... The actual 
film. Whatever, but go to 2000mules.com, 2000mules.com, and you'll see yourself what am I talking about. Alright, next, let's. it's recommended by Trump um, and Trending Politics, and we're all right about it. Alright, next, Bat Poo Crazy. Um... It's crazy. Next, beside that. Alright. We got an hour. <laughs> Is the bird flu um next? I remember talking about the bird flu. Um DNA. Next pandemic. Patient um, application for new DNA vaccine bird flu. A cal highly contagious strain of avian flu that has killed hundreds of birds. Inmate um, was first per the first person in the United States to test positive for bird flu. And uh, as an ongoing outbreak in the country continues to affect birds Poetry. Oh man. Why don't they test these birds before? Jesus. Alright, the Roe v. Wade leak. Here's a leak um, from Roe v. Wade. Where the shot former president, Donald Trump, two top Democrats in Congress on Monday vented uh, their outrage prospect. Supreme Court might overturn. They actually overturned it. Um, that legalized abortion. A draft opinion. Politico was proposed by Justice Samuel Alito, called for a new stranded would allow states for to set their own rules for abortion. Is that crazy? Although Justice draft opinion to share among each other. No final, final ruling is expected until June on the Mississippi law. That is before the court possibility that the court could limit abortion sent shockwaves. Political left. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer of New York. House Speaker 
Nancy Pelosi of California fired off outrage at the thought that an un unborn being allowed to live in states passed laws limiting abortion? Jeez! Can we get normal people, folks? It's crazy. Alright, next. Man. Alright, we got news about J.D. Vance wins in Ohio his primary. J.D. Vance, um, the candidate that Trump backed, won his primary in Ohio. J.D. Vance um, was declared the victory over former treasurer Josh Mandel on Tuesday. Vance received an endorsement from Donald Trump. Both declared themselves a pro-Trumper. Mandel also had an endorsement from Ted Cruz. Unfortunately, he lost. Sorry, Ted. Um, Vance was best known writing Hillbilly, allegedly New York Best Times. Hillbilly, Hillbilly Alleggy, a New York Times bestseller documenting political changes among working class white people. J.D. Vance, a great guy. Alright, next. Twenty-six states where abortion will be banned or restricted if, if Roe v. Wade is overturned. The states; those states are Alabama, Arizona, Arkansas, Georgia, Idaho, Iowa, Kentucky, Louisiana, Michigan, Mississippi, Missouri, North Dakota. Ohio, Oklahoma, South Carolina, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, West, um, West Virginia, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. Nine in this group pre have pre-abortion restrictions still on the books. Thirteen states have so have a so-called trigger ban that is have that is tied to Roe. Being overturned. Five states have laws passed after Roe restricting nearly all abortions. Another dozen have six to eight weeks abortion restrictions that are not currently in effect. Um, while one state, Texas, have six week abortion restriction in effect. And four states have constitutions that are bar a right to abortion. Meanwhile, an additional four Republican-controlled states, Indiana, Montana, Nebraska, and Florida, are poised uh, to pass a law restricting this Florida 15-week abortion restriction will go in effect in July. 
that makes no one, no exceptions for cases of rape and incest, only to save a life of the mother. This whole thing is crazy. It's crazy, folks. Alright. Meanwhile, um, the Israeli Prime Minister calls out CNN for an outright lie. Big lies and CNN does not does it better than anyone else. Um, do we have the? Here we go. Clashes with Palestinians in Jerusalem have deepened a political crisis in Israel. Prime Minister Naftali Bennett's fragile ruling coalition lost its one-seat majority earlier this month when a member of his own party defected. Now it faces a new mutiny. The Arab Ram Party suspended its membership in the coalition to protest the government's handling of the clashes in Jerusalem. And rockets have once again been fired between Gaza and Israel less than a year since the last crisis that left almost 300 people dead. The Israeli Prime Minister is trying to hold his government together all while attempting to negotiate an end to the war in Ukraine. And Naftali Bennett joins me now for an exclusive interview from Tel Aviv. Welcome back to our program, Prime Minister. Welcome to this first interview with us um, and the international TV, I think, as Prime Minister. Not a great moment for you. Your government is hanging by a thread. Do you think you can remain Prime Minister? Well, I think it's uh, vital uh, for Israel to keep the stability and the, the success of this government. Uh, Israel's experiencing the highest growth in the advanced uh, economies, uh, better uh, activity pretty much on every uh, vector. But I, I want to tell you that our government is a unique uh, e experiment. Uh, it's the most diverse government in the history of Israel, uh, religious and secular together, right and left, Arabs and Jews. And it transcends Israel itself. It's an experiment in fighting polarization and, and having decent people that have different views working together. And I'm convinced that the, that the members of this government and the Israeli public, for that matter, want it to succeed, which is why I think it will succeed. Well, then, what are you going to do to ensure that it succeeds? Because, as I said, one member of your own party defected. Uh, that was earlier. And now um, the, the, the Ram Party, the Islamist Party, in fact, has suspended its cooperation, not ended, suspended. What are you going to do to... I don't know, change the situation that's caused them. And it is the reaction of the Israeli government to the clashes, Temple Mount and elsewhere. Well, first and foremost, I can tell you that all of the my security decisions regarding uh, actions on Temple Mount or uh, with Gaza are in, uh, not political. I take the decisions on the merit, what's right for the security, what's right to do. I'm not going to change that. I'm not going to change. It's crazy. It is crazy. Alright, so... They're saying that... 
Republican leadership in Israel from Mike Pence, Mike Pompeo, Nikki Haley, and others all think that there is no good reason for Jews not to live anywhere in the land of Israel. And there's a reason why um, those people should not be in office. All right, let's move on. Meanwhile, um, the FDA admits COVID should be treated like influenza. Um, why did it take this long for them to wake up? I don't know. Let's move on. Three people were killed in a lot on it on the Israeli Independence Day. And a fourth wounded, and it's so sad. Um, and it's bad, it's terrible. Meanwhile, Gent Saki will be replaced. We're gonna uh, speak about that, um, very soon, which is in a few days. Dr. Shears, the most horrific truth about. Dr. Oz video showed Dr. Oz not not Dr. Oz Dr. Oz wants to see his support of Road of Wade please do not share so Dr. Oz is mixed feelings folks Um, I'll speak about him in a few minutes. LeBron James. Here we go. LeBron James. Did you ever think, have thoughts on going woman 
Here we go. I'll say to LeBron James, who I don't like very much, I'll say, LeBron, did you ever have thoughts of going woman? Because if you did, I'd like to have you on my basketball. It's true. So bad. So bad, folks. Trump is 55 nothing. Here's how... Um, 55-0. He endorsed 55 people. And... It's amazing. He endorsed 55 people. Already. It's great. He has a video about it. Wait. Ah. Do we have the video? I think we do. Alright. No, everyone Trump has endorsed has been Frontier either. In fact, every single candidate that I endorsed won their primaries on Tuesday. They went 22-0, and and in Texas, a couple of weeks before, we won 33-0. and So we have a total record of 55-0. and It's great. It is great. It is so awesome. Meanwhile, today there was a terrorist, there was a stabbing by Jerusalem Old City, um, a Muslim Arab terrorist stab a border policeman. The Muslim terrorist um, took over the Temple Mount on Israel Independence Day. And that's that.
The video Dr. Oz doesn't school, want you to see. Philadelphia. And I saw women who'd had coat hanger events. Mm. I mean, they're really traumatic events that happened when they were younger, be, before Roe versus Wade. And they, many of them were harmed for life, emotionally discarding anyway. Right. And listen, I, I'm at a personal level, I, I wouldn't want anyone in my family to have an abortion. I, I told my kids this. I mean, I, I, love the, the, I love the lives that they're creating so much that I, that I personally wouldn't want it. But I don't want to interfere with everyone else's stuff because it's hard enough to get into life as it is. What I do know as a physician is if you're going to make it a, if the litmus test is the heart's beating, they really make it the heart beating. Mm -hmm. They'll make some surrogate version of it when, you know, cells are, you know, are, you know have an electrical path. That's, that's, not what, that's not what the average person thinks. Right. Average person. So you can watch it. I'm not going to share the rest. Um, next, let's see what else we got. Oh, Pfizer, 12,000 people has died within one month being vaccinated, by the way, 12 thousand people from Pfizer. I'm wondering what the hell within 28 days 1,223 people has died from receiving the Pfizer vaccine. So what the hell is going on? And Pfizer dumps data dump reveals more than 12,000 people died within one month of COVID vaccines. So, what the hell is going on, Pfizer? Give me your thoughts. Jesus. We spoke about Tanish DeSouza. Great man. Great man. Um, in a few weeks, we're going to um, invite a few people on our podcast. Like uh, Billy Prempa, a Greek man who's running. His name is Billy Prempa, a great guy who's running in Passaic County. Um, we're going to speak to him probably. All right. This week, um, today is actually uh, news on Monday in New Jersey. More news about the car theft. Um, New Jersey budget fight brewing after Murphy grabbed power to spend $3 billion in federal COVID relief fund. Jesus. New new lawsuits over nursing home COVID deaths claims state created in danger. Um, people are saying it's stupid about the bag. Stupid in effect, just one of the, a number. Curtis's characterization of the about to be implemented law used by the those wishing in. To emphasize how to put out, we're over it. Others, others, such emphasis, effects, 
ridiculous, silly, it stinks, it sucks. Those last two terms used by a number of shoppers when asked about their opinion on the ban. New Jersey GOP senators urge Murphy to scrap leftover vaccine test mandates. The text um, letter dated Thursday um, call the Murphy leftover mandates burdensome, unnecessary, and ideological, including the order that settings be not only vaccinated, against COVID, but receive a booster doses as well. Governor Murphy get it a belated victory party tonight. Who's paying attention for it? Who's paying for it? Well, well, well. Governor Murphy's plans to celebrate his re-election victory on Thursday, his Thursday night and uh, MetLife Stadium four years ago um, so let's see we are paying for it folks we are paying for it Montclair Rally Bloomfield alright so that's the news for uh, New Jersey See what else we got? Nothing else. Let's go to our videos. Got a lot of videos today, by the way. All right, let's get to our videos. We finally finished our emails for this week. That's only one week, and it took an hour. For me to read off every email. <laughs> All the emails. Alright. It's much quicker to do the. Uh, the. These. Um, videos. Because I know what to do. Alright. Here we go. Meanwhile. Bonus up to fifty thousand. <laughs> I was an embedded correspondent during the Iraq War, and it was a well, it was a pretty hellacious.
An unprecedented leak from the U.S. Supreme Court shows that America's most powerful judges are about to overturn Roe versus Wade. That's the landmark law which has effectively legalized abortion in the United States for the past 50 years. It's easy to forget when you live in a country where abortion is legal and a long accepted part of society that in America this remains a highly charged emotional debate that divides people like almost nothing else. Protesters from both sides immediately descended on the court. Wade is over, overturned, then individual states in America will be free to set the rules, and almost half of those states are expected to move swiftly to ban abortion if they can. Quite sickening, isn't it? <laughs> I actually do not follow the Met Gala <laughs> or any of the... Let's get into the wrangle with a Sydney-based commentator, Liz Stora, and of course, a columnist from Melbourne, Justin Smith. Liz, you would have been all over the Met Gala, surely. Honestly, the uh, the virtue signalling is just over the top. It's quite sickening, isn't it? <laughs> I actually do not follow the Met Gala <laughs> or any I. of these people for good reason, Chris. <laughs> and i got to say, even despite their best efforts this year, I still don't think anyone takes the virtue signalling crown from AOC at last year's Met Gala. As you've already said, this is the glittering event. All the elites gather and she wore her tax the rich dress exactly. to an event that costs 30 grand just for a ticket. I'm sure any one of these causes that these people are supposedly supporting would absolutely love them to donate half of what they spent on attending this event, much less on their get up, which supposedly honors these causes and donate them to create some real change in these spaces that they supposedly are so passionate about. Yeah. Yeah, I'd forgotten about AOC. I showed her last year, taxed the rich all over her dress. Now, I get mixed up with these people. I saw that lady in that in the Marilyn Monroe dress. I'd seen that all morning, Justin, before someone told me that she's a Kardashian. I, I, I didn't recognise them. But what do you make of this? Uh, do they have some real good political messages coming out at the Met? I don't, uh, looking at that, my first reaction is that I don't understand fashion. I consider myself an incredibly well-dressed person, but uh, unfortunately, when I look at that crew, I don't understand fashion at all. Look, it's a highfalutin event, but I've got to say, Chris, I thought you were very unkind and unfair on the Mayor of New York, because I'm sure that wearing that jacket is not the only thing that he is doing about gun violence. And if the Americans want to walk around wearing signs that say end gun violence, I've got to say I'm all for that. I don't yeah, have a problem about, with that uh, end guns. Some of the messages are silly, yeah, but not that. He ain't done much that, I'll give you the drum there. We'll wish him all the luck, but uh, the Democrats haven't done much in clamping down on crimes in the big cities. <laughs> Moving on, next. The story of Israel is a story of hope, a story of human spirit, a story of surviving against all odds. It's a story of a nation that built something from nothing, a scattered people.
exclusively here on Newsmax. All candidates are expected to be there. And our own Tom Basile is in Grove City, Pennsylvania, with more on what we can with here. Dr. Oz back on the show here. Thanks so much for coming here. So a big number two, uh, what was the second one? Oh, look, as I said, when I, uh, um, when this hit as I was getting on the plane to go down to Alabama, um, this is about a lot more than abortion. I haven't, I had of MAGA supporters. Let's bring in now Chief White House President Biden. And now for our Eye on Earth report, Governor Ron DeSantis making a major announcement to help the manatee. He pledged more than $30 million to support the gentle sea cows. It will enhance and expand the network of acute care facilities like the one right here at Jacksonville Zoo to treat injured and distressed manatees. The governor went on to say that funding will also support restoration efforts so manatees can access Florida's spring waters. We also would like to congratulate Karine Jean-Pierre, who is making so much history by becoming the newest White House press secretary. It left, it left uh, Jen Psaki verklempt. You know what verklempt means? Like, she was so like, oh my God, like that <laughs> yesterday. Watch. I just want to uh, take the opportunity to celebrate and congratulate my friend, my colleague, my partner in truth, Karine Jean-Pierre the next White House press secretary. She will be the first black woman, uh, the first out LGBTQ plus person to serve in this role, uh, which is amazing because representation matters. Deputy Press Secretary, Karine Jean-Pierre. Okay, likely successor, but hopefully Jean-Pierre didn't lie on her resume to get the job like Jen did because who is... <laughs> Talking about all about her. Kareen John Pierre, our news secretary, press secretary. Um, she talks about that she's gay. I'm the first gay woman to be our press secretary. Jesus. Can you not do that? Oh my God. All right. It's ridiculous, folks, and stupid. Let's go to a story now that if you do get your news from the ABC or The Guardian, you would have missed. How dare you! What your position? You people do that to innocent people! That's right. The Green Senator, who recently apologised for making sexist comments to a female coalition senator, was hurling abuse at police just trying to do their jobs. 
Thorpe had gathered outside the Melbourne Immigration Transit and Accommodation on Tuesday after a decision was handed down to send detainees to Christmas Island. That decision has to be honoured. That is the law. And the police were just doing their jobs when Thorpe and her gang of crazies decided they were more important than our legal system, more important than our democratic approach to writing legislation. Their opinions should supersede all of that, everything our ancestors have built. People at this protest called police pigs and white supremacists, among other slurs that I won't even repeat. Meanwhile, next. Let's get it. Let's get it. Yo, you know we're not Warning that the draft opinion of the Supreme Court conservatives could have been a disturbing domino effect that targets other Americans. And he blames one political movement in particular for getting us here. Take a look. What happens if you have a state change the law saying that, that, that children who are LGBTQ can't be in classrooms with other children? Is that, is that legit under the way that the decision is written? What are the next things that are going to be attacked? Because this mega crowd is really the most extreme political ex- organization that's existed in American history. Some are taking issue with him condemning an entire crowd, but is this the issue he should be playing nice about? I mean, I don't know if he's playing nice about it. I think he's trying to figure out as a president what to do, but what do you all? It's a... Uh... Biden moment. It's stupid. I got my start in the Tea Party movement. The Tea Party movement was awesome, and I believe everything I still believed back then. The Tea Party... This is uh, Charlie Kirk. ...movement was a reaction, though, to Barack Obama's massive federal overspending. Now, mind you, at the time, Democrats understood the country was largely socially conservative. At the time, Barack Obama believed marriage was one man, one woman. At the time, Democrats were even afraid to be full-throated, full-abortion advocates. At the time, transgenderism was not a term people knew. At the time, schools were not completely and totally corrupted. There were little things there. I was at a public school at the time. It just wasn't political. And so at the time, the disdain, the backlash, was around massive federal overspending, tax too much, tax enough already, T, which was the kind of acronym, and was this kind of idea of too much debt, deficits, all that. Right. And so we're at this moment where in the, in the Tea Party movement where 2010, we take back the House of Representatives in an enormous fashion. But the problem was John Boehner and many of the other establishment Republicans, they hijacked the energy of the Tea Party movement and they didn't really deliver a lot of their promises. Some of the things we wanted was a balanced budget amendment. My goodness, would that have been awesome? Some we wanted. We wanted uh, fiscal sanity. We were warning about how debts and deficits were going to drown our generation. I got my start talking about this, actually. That's where Turning Point USA got its start. I still believe all those things. But the, the war broadened, if you will. The landscape expanded where it wasn't just about debts and deficits, and that's really where Donald Trump came. The Tea Party movement started to lose steam in 2013, 14, and 15 a little bit, but immediately was brought back to life through Donald Trump. All of the organizing of the Tea Party movement – was brought back to life where Donald Trump wasn't just criticizing the overspending, which he did, and to, honestly, he wasn't a totally fiscally um, balanced president. He wasn't. Fiscally, it was a little bit more 
deficit than I would personally like at all. But he used a lot of that. At Domino's, you can carry out two medium, two topping. Let's go on to the next part. We got a few minutes left. Use gender neutral toilets. Put your hand up. Nobody, right? I mean, no one. No one in history has ever publicly said out loud, you know what we really need to do in society? Force men and women to use the same loot. I've never met anyone that says that. Ever. Apart from seeing the odd person on Twitter who appears to be temporarily identifying as a pansexual gender fluid who says it's a great idea. Everyone else thinks it's terrible, including me. Yet this trend is spreading like, through society like the woke virus Elon Musk is warning us about. The National Trust that conserves Britain's historic properties is the latest institution to become preoccupied with all this nonsense. They've got form for fawning to the Wokies, trying to force volunteers to wear gay pride badges, issuing pointless mere culpa apologies for ancient buildings linked to colonialism. Yes, that's because they're old buildings. And now the Trust is rolling out gender-neutral toilets in its magnificent manners for the benefit of... Well, I've got no idea. One horrified lady who visited stunning Tradiga House in Newport said, first door I tried opened revealed a man peeing without the door locked. Why should she be put through that? And do you think this man wants to be watched by this woman as he does that? And if he does, by the way, that's an even bigger problem. None of this is right. Nobody wants this. Women don't want it. Men don't want it. I don't think pansexual, gender-fluid people really want it. We've all just been traduced into accepting it. Typical National Trust members are middle... Jesus. Can we get normal people around here? It's ridiculous. Oh, my God. All right, let's President go to Trump. the rally. Please, let's go to the rally. People were standing around for, like... Hours in the rain on Friday waiting for Trump and Dr. Oz and it's great. Listen to this. We can always count on Dr. Oz to stand up for the United States and against communist China. Just listen and listen carefully because some people are saying there are booze, some are not. I'll talk about it. And if you I'll don't replay. mind. I'll replay it. I'd like to have Dr. Oz come up and say a few words. Do we love President Trump, Pennsylvania? Has Joe Biden made us miss him even more? Joe Biden has built back better is the Republican Party. That President Trump leads, he sees the shining city on the hill. He sees it here in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. He's fighting to save it. But he's fighting for more. When you save the soul of Pennsylvania, you save the soul of America. And the rest of the world is watching us. They see a controlling, authoritarian, surveillance state of China. They see democracy giving rise to capitalism that President Trump made function so beautifully just 15 months ago. It seems surreal that it's been ruined so quickly. That's what we're fighting for. That's why, President Trump, it means the world to me that you're here, sir. God bless you. And thank you for the endorsement. So listen to this part. We can always count on Dr. Oz to stand up for the United States. 
And if you don't mind, I'd like to have Dr. Oz come up and say a few words. There's one guy in the crowd booing the hell. He's so boring, that guy. I'm sure he's so bored. All right, let's go on to the next guy. That guy should be ashamed of himself, by the way. All right, Jill Biden. Jill Biden went to Ukraine yesterday. Uh, America's best doctor, Dr. Jill. If you invest in the S&P 500. Flowers to Mrs. Zelensky. Also, you know who else? Mr. Um, who else went? Shoot. Um, man. The Prime Minister of Canada went yesterday. All right, we also have some news about um, Ron DeSantis from today. A Jewish museum in NYC that's hosted Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and former New York Mayor Bill de Blasio backed out of hosting an event where Florida Governor Ron DeSantis was a scheduled speaker, according to two organizers of an event originally scheduled to be held there next month. The Museum of Jewish Heritage agreed to host an annual event for Tikva, a Jewish educational and cultural institution, called the Jewish Leadership Conference, on June 12, which was in the works for months, according to the organizers. But, according to an opinion piece in the Wall Street Journal co-authored by Tikva chairman, Elliot Abrams, and CEO, Eric Cohen, once the museum discovered the list of some 15 speakers included Florida's firebrand governor, the museum issued an ultimatum, it's either DeSantis or us. The museum has denied this was the reasoning. We were working closely with the museum on the details for the June 12th event, until, out of the blue, we were told by the museum staff that Mr. DeSantis didn't align with the museum's values and its message of inclusivity. Either we disinvite the governo. The governor was invited to discuss the Sunshine State's remarkable Jewish renaissance, according to the op-ed, largely attributed to his efforts to allocate state funding for professional security for Jewish day schools and signing alone acquiring schools to teach Holocaust curriculum at every GR. The authors of the op-ed accused the museum of intolerance and cancel culture. Through a representative, the museum denied the allegations, calling the Wall Street Journal piece fictionalized and insisting that no contract was ever signed and no deposit was made. No one was banned or cancelled, said the star. The Tikva Fund is trying to create a fight where none exists. This was simply a contractual and logistical decision. Read this statement, adding that DeSantis and elected officials from across the spectrum are welcome to visit the museum. Abrams, a former deputy assistant to President George W. Bush and deputy national security advisor in his administration, blasted the museum's defense, claiming that it's not about whether DeSantis is allowed to enter the building, but whether he's allowed to speak there. The museum is not telling the... He added that minutia of the event were being hashed out, including discussions of audiovisuals and catering. 
They then refused to finally sign it because they said of DeSantis, Abrams told Insider. So a um, museum in New York City, a Jewish Heritage Museum in New York City was invited, was set, was, um, DeSantis was supposed to speak in New York City, but the museum found out. Yeah. And then they said, bye-bye. You were not speaking at all. All right. Next few people, we will be playing some great clips of our primaries. Here we go. It has been raining nonstop all day, but that has not stopped locals from turning out in force at a huge rally for Republican Senate candidate Dr. Mehmet Oz. Rain on you, what? We're going to have a lot of fun, Pennsylvania. We're going to have a lot of fun. It's time to start talking about greatness for our country again. That starts with nominating my friend, Dr. Mehmet Oz. He's a great man. Dr. Oz, I've known him a long time. Do we love President Trump, Pennsylvania? Pennsylvania, you save the soul of America. And the rest of the world is watching us. That's what we're fighting for. That's why President Trump means the world to me that you're here, sir. God bless you. Dr. Oz is a man who truly believes in the MAGA movement. He believes it 100%. We can always count on Dr. Oz to stand up for the United States. And you're going to send Dr. Oz to fight for you in the U.S. Senate. We will make America great again. Thank you, Pennsylvania. Thank you very much. Thank you. Go out and vote for Dr. Oz, Pennsylvania. Your primary is coming up. Um, not sure exactly when, but go find out. There's a lot of primaries coming up. Next one is David Perdue, Georgia. Is never governor. I'm David Perdue. I'm running for governor to make sure Stacey Abrams is never governor of Georgia. Make no mistake, Abrams will smile, lie, and cheat from Georgia into her radical vision of a state that would look more like California or New York. To fight back, we simply have to be united. Unfortunately, today we're divided, and Brian Kemp and Brad Raffensperger are to blame. Look, I like Brian. This isn't personal. It's simple. He has failed all of us and cannot win in November. Instead of protecting our elections, he caved to Abrams and cost us two Senate seats, the Senate majority, and gave Joe Biden free reign. Think about how different it would be today if Kemp had fought Abrams first instead of fighting Trump. Kemp caved before the election, and the country is paying the price today. It's time for a change. If our governor was ever going to fight for us, wouldn't he have done it already? We face an unprecedented onslaught from the woke left in Georgia and across the country. We cannot keep giving in and caving in to their demands. We simply must fight back to protect Georgia. My bold vision for our state is very simple. Completely eliminate the state income tax. It's time. Make our cities and states safe again. Take charge of our schools. Put parents in charge, not the woke left. 
despite Biden's overreaching mandates like Florida's doing, instead of caving to liberals in the city. And let me be very clear, over my dead body will we ever give Stacey Abrams control of our elections again. Politicians will say these common sense conservative reforms can't be done. Well, career politicians really can't do But together we can. I've spent my life in the real world getting results and creating thousands of jobs. The values and work ethic I learned growing up in middle Georgia have guided me all my life, and they'll guide me as governor. Bonnie and I are asking for your vote, your support, and most importantly, your prayers. We hope you'll join us for this exciting journey, and we look forward to seeing you on the campaign trail. I'm Carrie Lake, and I'm running for governor because Arizona has problems, and it's time we got serious about solving them. Our small businesses are still struggling to recover after being locked down. Schools are pretending online learning is the same as having our kids in the classroom. Our homeless population is growing. Opioids and new high-powered synthetic drugs are everywhere. The border's out of control, and our police are under attack. And the media just keeps pushing fear and division. Arizonans need leaders they can trust. We need leaders with integrity and a vision. And our politicians have failed us. The time has come to put Arizona first. Arizona first for our kids in K-12 education with a curriculum that makes sense. First for families so they can thrive in safe and secure neighborhoods. First for people who want to own small businesses. And first in helping bring back those businesses during the government-forced shutdowns. Arizona First means opportunity for all. That's why I'm running for governor. I've earned the trust of Arizonans across our state by bringing the real story into your living room night after night. For 27 years, I've covered the people of Arizona and the politicians who've done more for themselves and their donors than us. Get on the path to an in-demand... So that's Carrie Lake and... David Perdue, two people, and Dr. Roz, three people, actually, who are currently running. Next person, famous you person, make self -love, look that is endorsed by Donald Trump. Everyone knows my husband, Ron DeSantis, is endorsed by President Trump, but he's also an amazing dad. Ron loves playing with the kids. Build the wall. He reads stories. Then Mr. Trump said, you're fired. I love that part. He's teaching Madison to talk. Make America great again. People say Ron's all Trump, but he is so much more. Big league. So good. I just thought you should know. Ron DeSantis for governor. Imagine going to a restaurant in your neighborhood where the service and food is so terrible, but you can't go to any other restaurant because this is the one that's in your zip code. <laughs> Sounds ridiculous, right? So why is this same rule being applied to your child's school? Today in America, children predominantly from lower socioeconomic statuses are being forced to attend the failing public schools, making them a prisoner of their zip code. This is why I've created the Freedom of Education Plan. It not only allows for school choice, but it strengthens 
strengthens our current public school curriculum to fit the needs of all children. My plan allows schools to partner with businesses in high-paying and in-demand jobs such as IT, engineering, finance, construction, and the trades. It gives students the credentials to be job ready when they graduate and it provides them with the opportunity to pay their own way through college. It also helps to fill the much needed vacancies in many of these fields. Why should American jobs be taken by foreign workers when America already has a young, motivated, and untapped workforce eager to achieve the American dream? My name is Billy Prepat, and I'm running for Congress to remove the shackles off of our zip codes and turn our learning centers into career superhighways. Hi everyone, I'm Governor Christy Nome. Today I wanted to talk to you about a very special group of South Dakotans, the children of our active duty military. April is month of the military child, a time when communities across the country lift up our sons and daughters of our bravest Americans. There are more than 6,400 military children in South Dakota with parents or guardians who serve in a branch of the military. Of these children and youth, over 3,800 are affiliated with our National Guard. As I'm South Dakota Governor Christy Nome. There's no place in America like South Dakota. Mount Rushmore, our country's enduring symbol of freedom, makes its home here for good reason. Because our state celebrates freedom like none other, especially for anyone running a company. When it comes to supporting growth and eliminating heavy-handed government interference, South Dakota means business. In our state, you won't find the restrictions that hold companies back in other places. South Dakota offers freedom from corporate and personal income taxes, freedom from red tape and regulation, and a business-friendly environment that's second to none. Here in South Dakota, we trust our people. We respect their rights. We won't shut them down. We allow them to make their own decisions, to innovate and succeed with less government to get in the way. And South Dakota isn't just the best place in America to do business. It's also the best place to... All right, we played all our primary. Meanwhile, go out and vote for your your um, people. Um, South Dakota, you got a great governor. Uh, go out and vote for South Dakota Governor Christy Norm. What a great woman. All right, two bills in Miami today. Here we go. Just announced millions of dollars in funding along with plans. New at noon, Governor DeSantis making a stop at the Freedom Tower in Miami earlier today. He just announced millions of dollars in funding along with plans to honor victims of communism. Local 10 News reporter Parker Branton is live with the details. Parker. Janice, good afternoon. There were signs posted all inside of Freedom Tower that read honoring victims of communism. The government saying the governor saying today that he is hoping with the signing of two bills today that they will do just that. With a stroke of a pen, Governor Ron DeSantis signing two bills at Miami's Freedom Tower. House Bill 395 establishing November 7th as Victims of Communism Day. DeSantis says this will require high school instruction of communism and the Cuban regimes involved in communism. Another bill signed is Senate Bill 160, honoring some Cuban exiles in Miami-Dade County with road designations. These are people who fought against the Castro regime. The intersection of Southwest 23rd Avenue and Southwest 8th Street in Miami-Dade County is hereby designated as Arturo Diaz Artilles Plaza. The portion of State Road 953, also known as Lejeune Road, 
between Northwest 11th Street and Northwest 14th Street in Miami-Dade County is hereby designated Oswaldo Paya Way. The governor also spoke about the millions of dollars proposed to renovate Freedom Tower. He says the $25 million budget has not been totally set in stone, but he has gotten approval for that money to go towards this iconic tower in downtown Miami. Freedom. We believe home is... Meanwhile, next. News across Texas, Governor Greg Abbott is saying that he would consider challenging a decades-old Supreme Court ruling that requires states to offer free public education for all children. So appearing on a conservative radio show yesterday, Abbott said the 1982 decision has put a burden on the state's education system by requiring it to teach the children of undocumented immigrants. During a small business roundtable in Houston today, he says that the lifting of Title 42 will overload public schools even more. The sheer math given by the Biden administration with the lifting of Title 42, it would lead to about 18,000 people coming across the border a day. Extrapolate that on an annualized basis. That's more than 6 million people coming across the border in a year. Now the governor says the state spends an average of $7,500 a year on each public school student. I'll build it. Meanwhile, here's a... Um, Ad from Abbott. Your mission, if you were you're in that position, far from here is the largest refinery in North America, and right where we're standing, we're preparing students to work the jobs. In Joe Biden refuses to secure our southern border. He's crippled law enforcement and emboldened dangerous drug cartels, criminals, and human traffickers. That's why the National Border Patrol Council is proud to endorse Governor Greg Abbott for re-election. He deployed new resources to assist law enforcement, and he's cracked down on criminal activity. No other governor has done more to secure our border than Greg Abbott. Joe Biden isn't protecting America, but Texas and Governor Abbott are stepping up. Next. A bill that would have curbed bribes made to political candidates is being sent back to the legislature. Governor Murphy today conditionally vetoed a measure that ended loopholes, allowing candidates who don't hold public office to accept bribes. In the veto, Murphy called for technical changes to include all individuals involved in the transaction. The legislation was introduced after former Assemblyman Lou Manzo was accused of taking a cash bribe in exchange for political favors during his 2009 Jersey City mayoral campaign. Those charges were dismissed. In April, an appellate division decided that candidates for office are already covered under New Jersey's anti-bribery laws. In a statement, a spokesperson for Governor Murphy tells NJ Spotlight News the governor looks forward to signing a version of the bill that incorporates his recommendations into law. Out to the U.S., and we are seeing there all sorts of uh, fractures over this leaked report that the Supreme Court will overturn Roe versus Wade. Uh, elements of the left have gone absolutely nuts, threatening violence. There's gatherings outside the homes of Supreme Court justices. And you've written about this very well for the New York Post and about the issue of free speech in the U.S. Uh, how do we navigate these debates now that the radical left... It's insane. It's really insane. Meanwhile, let's go to the Knesset. 
And now, joining us is a member of the opposition, member of Knesset for the Likud party, Yoav Kish. Thank you for joining us today. Shalom, Lida. So, we are entering this session with a lot of instability in the coalition and a lot of determination on the part of the Likud and the opposition that has vowed to bring this government down. Can it be done, and what steps does the Likud intend to make to that effect? Well, I think that both the coalition and the opposition understand, fully understand that this government came to the end of their days. They're now just fighting for their last period in the Knesset, they don't have majority in the Knesset. They don't have majority in the people, among the people uh, themselves. And it's obvious that they came to the end of their way. How long they can struggle staying this way? How long are they going to pay? And they really mean to pay to different kind of Knesset members just to pass few bills. That's another question, but I'm, you don't know for sure what will be the end day, but it's going to be very soon. And so what are the chances that the legislation to disperse the Knesset will already be presented this week? I mean, there's some talk that it will be presented on Wednesday. We'll do that only if we'll be certain and absolutely sure that the bill will pass and the Knesset will march towards it uh, dissolved. So uh, I can't tell you right now. We'll know that probably only on, on Wednesday itself. And if we'll have a majority to, to pass the bill, we'll do that. Now, after a member of Knesset Silman's defection, we're hearing many reports of possible other defectors. What can you tell us about this? Are members of Knesset from the Yamina party, Abir Kara or Neil Olbach, on their way to the opposition? Maybe even member of Knesset Shirley Pinto? Well, they don't really, I don't call it defection because they're actually going back to the promise that they promise to their voters. It's actually leaving the way of lies that these parties are now leading in the current government. So uh, uh, will that happen? I'm sure that there are discussions. We're talking with everybody who's relevant in this case, women and men. Uh, will it happen? I'm not sure. But uh, since everybody knows that there's no future in these parties and in this government, it seems very possible that some of these Knesset members will come back to their senses and to their promises to the voters and change their ways. Now, we've seen polls that the Likud, under the leadership of Benjamin Netanyahu, is growing stronger, but still not enough to form a new government. So if this government falls, is Israel simply going to go into yet another cycle of elections and perhaps end up with a similar outcome? Uh, I hope that we'll... Uh get to election as fast as possible, and I think that the results won't be the same. Many people here in Israel, both from left and right, saw what a bad government can do in one year to Israel's security, Israel economics, Israel's uh, political uh, situation worldwide. So I think there's going to be a huge change in votes, and we see it, <coughs> sorry, we see it already in polls, and I'm pretty sure that the next election will create a, a majority for the right-wing uh, uh, parties. Now, would the Likud consider joining or sitting with Ram this time around, if that would be the only way to form a government? No way. Simple answer, no. Okay, now, going back to the security situation in Israel, we're in a very tense time. Is this the right time to replace the government, to throw the country into elections? I'll tell you more than that. 
part of the reason, part may, maybe even the main part of the reason that we are facing that bad security situation is this current government. This current government that is leaning on Arab party that is anti-Zionist and basically is uh, pushing forward agenda that is against the basics of our country. So if you ask me, I'd say more than uh, ever, the, the faster the better to change this government which is leaning and depending on anti-Zionist uh, legs, among them Islam, the uh, Arab parties. I think that Meretz also is very, uh, uh, I don't know if they are Zionists anymore, and I think that we must change this government as fast as possible in order to start solving the problem of security. Now, we're in the midst of the terror wave. How should Israel have responded differently to the tensions uh, over the Temple Mount in Jerusalem? Look, it's a long discussion, but I can tell you one thing. The weakness that this government showed in, in Temple Mount, giving up Temple Mount to Hamas party and allowing them really... Uh, I can't say more than just uh, giving up their hands and letting the Hamas control the most sacred area for the Jewish people. This is, I think, shows uh, all the terror groups around us how weak is this government and how and, and this has encouraged them to move forward against us. So I think if you ask me what is uh, the first wrong central thing that they did is the, their way they treated Temple Mount. Riley Kud, member of Knesset, you have Kish. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. And that was the Israeli news. Meanwhile, Biden has signed the Lend-Lease Lend Act to get even more weapons to Ukraine faster. Um, next. Listen to this, what uh, Trump posted on Truth Social. Excuse me. This is Truth Social. Make sure you have a record player on at night. The, the phone. What am I doing here? Oh, Putin's kleptocracy. Uh, yeah. Kleptocracy. The guys who are the kleptocracies. <laughs> but these are bad guys. I got them. What? something done if you if you hold near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to anyway that's what Trump posted Trump said uh, it was it's a terrible thing Israelis were arrested at, in Sinai on Friday after filming themselves waving the Israeli flags for a video on social media. These in the network says Egyptian security saw the action, um, action as a provocation and arrested them. It 
did not say how many people were arrested. The group was detained for two days and eventually was released to return to Israel. All right, folks. Let's let's uh, close out our show. Hang on. Do we have any other news before we head out? Um. Go to mine. Oh, before we close out, we got some news about the baby food shortage. Um, there's going to be baby food, baby formula shortage that is affecting many areas. Um, Abbott Nutrition has issued a voluntary recall. Its popular baby formula retailers have limited inventory, leaving this desperate parents searching for solutions as shortage um, is getting worse. Retailers started to limit how much customers can buy in a given transaction. Target says it has limited baby formula purchases um, to four units per customer online sales. This is because Biden is giving um, baby formula to the immigrants. And it's really, really terrible, folks. All right. We'd like to wish everyone a great week and have a wonderful day.